Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator. We're a podcast devoted to all things startup, entrepreneur, founder, uh, and also to the VCs and angels and the like that serve them um, and service them in some ways. Uh, we also have a companion podcast called The Angel. We're available on all the major audio podcast platforms, also uh, on Spotify and YouTube for uh, full motion video. Make sure to subscribe. And definitely check us out, theaccelerator.substack.com. That's where everything is kind of gathered and uh, kind of the focal point of what we're trying to do here. And uh, today I'm very lucky to welcome uh, to The Accelerator, Allison Kent-Smith. She's the CEO and co-founder of Guide. Um, it is a new wrinkle on advertising and other things. Welcome, Allison. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Now, we spoke some time ago. I think it's it's worth, um, before we get into your background and the like, it's worth describing what Guide is, because Guide is, Guide is a kind of a new thing. So explain it to us, if you would. It's a new thing. Yeah. So the easiest way to think about Guide is if you combined the best of a podcast experience with a social media feed, visual, interactive experience. It's a new format for business content. So the, uh, the simple one-liner is it's interactive audio for business, and it allows for people who are listening to not only listen, but to explore, see things visually, dig deeper, answer questions. So it's a new multimedia format um, that we've invented. And do you see it primarily as an advertising vehicle for, uh, for radio, for podcasts? It's a little bit of media, but it's also really, really popular with business content creators. So think in terms of making a guide instead of a long PowerPoint deck or a very expensive video. You can make a nice short form interactive audio guide in place of those things um, to innovate and reinvent how you're creating and sharing content, either internally or externally. And tell me, give me a sense of uh, maybe a specific example would help us visualize this. Yeah, for sure. Um, so guide is often used for communications with employees. And one use case that a major media company is using it for right now is onboarding employees. So they're distributed workforce. People are not in the office anymore. They can't bring people into a room and do onboarding sessions, nor would they really want to because that costs a lot of money and people have to sit in front of a PowerPoint deck. Um, so they made audio guides and they send those audio guides out to employees prior to getting together and doing sort of a Q&A. So not only are they saving time and money, but they have a more engaging format for employees to dig into. Okay, so still a little bit hard to visualize. So give me an, ad, an example from a advertising. Say if you were uh, wanted to use it on a, on a podcast like this one, how would you do it? So podcasters are using it to do things like summaries of episodes, promos of episodes, um, so think in terms of just taking the audio file and adding interactive and visual links. So we have show notes in the podcast industry, which maybe some people go to, maybe not. Um, you can substitute a guide for those show notes. And you can also put in sponsored content or advertising and media. And so it really allows for um, the creators to go way beyond just listening with their audience to something that's much more interactive. Okay, so... Uh... You're talking to a guy who had a company called Interactive Sports in the 90s. Yeah. 
So I'm, con I'm familiar with the concept of interactive, but I also know that it can mean lots of different things. So what kind of content um, is layered in, I guess, would might be one way to put it, yeah. uh, using guide um, in a podcast? So if somebody uh, show notes, okay, I get that. But but give me a couple of concrete examples, because I think sure, it's important to visualize this. Yeah, no, for sure. So imagine, you know, you have an audio track just to get really descriptive with it. And you've recorded that audio track and you upload it to the guide system. Once you've uploaded it, the guide system turns it into a transcript. And then you can add any media type on top of that transcript. And then when you publish, you have an audio file with added multimedia on top of it. Okay, you good. Can, now, we're, now, we're, now we're getting somewhere. Okay. Yes. So, so, you can, so that's what Guide does. That's the AI software doing that? Well, actually, we're adding AI now, but manually people do it, right? So you either okay. record a, a guide you know, on our platform or you upload your podcast to Guide, and then you add in your pictures and your videos and your GIFs or whatever it might be. And then you publish it over on social or on your website, or you might even like share it via email. You know, there's all kinds of different ways to share a guide. And where, where does that content come from? Is that all from the, say, in this case, the podcast uh, producer, the podcast uh, itself? Yeah. So if you go to like a podcast, we always like go over to the podcast website and use that as an example. So pictures, videos, notes, text, anything that might be coming out of that particular episode can be layered on and, and, and you can have that experience within a guide. And that's really what creators love about it. So you've got um, a technology that obviously has multiple uses. So what what are some of the other what, what are the, the three top things this is being used for now? So I would say it is marketing and communications. So creating guides about products and services and everything else and publishing over on social or putting guides up on a website editorially. I'd say second to that is in the media podcasting space. So allowing creators again to create a new type of audio content that has interactive visual content. And then I would say third would probably be in the training onboarding area that I gave the previous example about because those content formats are so outdated and so expensive for companies now that they're really looking for new short form formats to use. And who, who's using it that you can tell us about? Are there some companies who might have I guess I can know? share some, yeah. Um, so big enterprise like Workday is using Guide. Media companies like Axios is a Guide, they're a Guide customer. Um, so it ranges, but I would say most companies are on the medium to enterprise size. Um, and ranging from like a traditional business, like a workday, all the way through to media. Okay, so let me let me try to understand, Allison, um, what your path was to get to this to this point. Yeah. What what why did you come up with this idea? Where is this coming from? So I spent 20 years in the media marketing advertising world. I worked at agencies as well as consultancies, and I had my hands in content every single day. So I understood the pain and expense that went into content creation with very little engagement on the back end. Um, I mean, you know, we would get click through rates of less than 5% and people would celebrate. And I just wanted to do something about that. I felt like that business content had not caught up with our own personal 
preferences for content creation and consumption. Mm -hmm. Think about social media and other platforms that are really changing how we consume content. And yet at work, we were creating 60 page PowerPoints and PDFs and things that just no one's ever reading, but a lot of money goes into. So I just felt very compelled to do something about it and knew that there was enough of a business audience that wanted new formats um, that had not existed before. So that's that the insight really came from the, all those years of working in content and consulting with big companies. Okay, so um, and then and then, uh, how long ago was that? When how old is the company? Yeah, we started building Guide about four years ago, actually, mm-hmm. um, and we built a mobile app, and then we put most of our time and energy into the content creation platform itself, and that, of course, is is ready and it's live. You can go on and and sign up for a Guide account for free and try it out. Um, so guide, we've really been building guide, guide spelled G I I D E just so G I I D E.com. Yes. Um, so you're up and running. Um, what, yep. what, uh, what's the business model? How do you make money from this? So we charge a license. Yeah. For the software. So it's a per seat charge. It really depends on how many guides you want to make in a given time period and how much, how many features and how much support you need from our team. Um, and it just really varies. You know, if you're a company, one of our customers is Vail Resorts and they're making, you know, hundreds of guides based on properties all across North America. Um, so it depends on what your volume is and who, you know, is making them and how much assistance you need. But yeah, it's per seat SaaS model. And we have a PLG motion as well as selling direct. Um, so we're sort of a hybrid business um, because you can self-serve and just start making guides whenever you like. Or you can come through us and we can, you know, help you sort of navigate what the best features and customization might be. So you have kind of an agency component to it in that sense. We, we add on some services, especially up front, because it gets people used to what is this new thing and how is this going to save me time and money and be more engaging. And so very often we might make a few guides with customers, especially enterprise customers as they start. Or we're talking, for instance, to a really big one of the top five podcasts now in the country and. We're talking about how we help them really make these first few guides super interesting and engaging, and then they'll be on their way. Um, it's just a nice kickstart to a platform that in a format that people haven't used before. And what are, what is the range of the or what is the per seat charge? So it, for businesses, it starts about one hundred and ninety nine dollars per seat. If you're an individual and you just want to come in and make a few guides, you can buy a license for twenty nine dollars per seat. And that's per month. Oh, okay, so that's that's quite reasonable, and um, so um, w- what's the team like? How, how how big is Guide? Yeah, so we have right under ten people. Um, we have people in product and marketing, customer service. We don't have sales yet. We are actually finishing up a raise right now that we're about to close, and we're going to hire our first sales team, which I'm super excited about. That's great. Um, and then myself and and my co-founder Scott Prindle. And. Um, um, so, by the way, I think just, I think under 10 is nine, nine people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, we have nine. We actually have nine people. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. <laughs> and um, so what does the raise look like? What are you, what are you trying? How much have you raised to date and what are you trying to raise now? We've raised about $3 million, uh in a seed round. And now we're raising on a safe interim to get, to, get us to the Series A. And we're raising 1.25, and we've closed about 900 of that. 
That's great. And, and what's the what um, what what is your revenue like at this point? You were three quarters um, into 2023. How have you done? Yeah, we're doing good. I, I don't want to mention a specific number, but I can tell you that we've grown 35 percent year over year. OK, from last year to this year. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And um, so tell me a little bit. Yeah, you know, you've you've um, uh, you know, you've spent some time, a lot of time in this, you know, in this area in general. Um, and I was thinking about this and uh, you're asking, you know, I think part of the challenge is you're asking people to do something different than what they've done. And I want you to correct me if I if I'm thinking about this the wrong way. You're, you're, you're basically taking, you know, when I taught social, I used to teach um, social media and storytelling back in Colorado at the Isaacson School. And I used to say there are only five media. There's audio, video, photography, digital, and text. And I said, that's all there is. And they actually haven't invented any new ones. So audio, which is inherently, until now, kind of a one-way medium, isn't it? Uh, Radio is a broadcast medium. Podcasting is a broadcast medium. It's one to many, right? And so... So when I look at what you have, it's like, okay, now you're saying, but, but by the same token, that means that, they, uh, that it's difficult to monetize because, um, take it from me, a podcaster uh, who used to do radio, you know, you kind of have to do testimonials. You, 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 can, you, know, you have, can have paid ad, ads inserted, of course, but, but a lot of times you're going like, hey, this is a great restaurant. You want to go down there. So um, the way I look at what you've got, I want you again to correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's actually a new revenue stream in audio, one of the only five media um, that that enhances at the very least supplements kind of the way a podcast or a radio person uh, can make money. That's on the media side. We can talk about the other side uh, uh, secondarily. But do I have that right? Did I? It took me a long time to formulate that. <laughs> so I no, I, I mean, it's, I, I think that you're absolutely right. We've stayed in lanes, very specific lanes with content that are separate for a very long time. And the innovation is bringing those amazing content formats together, which is what Guide does. So it combines rich the richness and personalization of audio with dynamic visuals and clickable content that was formerly separate, right? You couldn't do that. In, in this particular medium. And American Public Media is an investor and guide. And we've talked a lot about like, how do you make audio? What's the next version of audio? And I've always thought that there was a false construct around, oh, audio is just, let's put our phone in our pocket and go walk our dog. And that's just not how people are consuming audio all the time. They are very much multitasking. They are very much side Googling the thing that was mentioned, the book that was recommended, the the movie, the the picture of the house that the crime scene is in or whatever it might be that they're listening to, they're doing that work on their own already. So bringing the next evolution in terms of a new format is bringing wonderful multimedia content together in one place and make it really accessible and interesting and engaging. So that's what you said is absolutely right. We've thought of it very siloed and we, we believe there's no reason to if you have the right technology. Is uh, how is this American Life using it? It's if, if people don't know, it's um, it's sort of one of the top uh, producers of, of narrative content 
using audio on the radio, on public radio in particular. Um, and I believe the, the, the signature um, broadcast is This American Life, right? It's so, actually... It's actually American public media that is using, that is an investor. American okay, so public media. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. APM is the... They're also a producer, right? They're a big producer. Of yeah, they're a big radio company, you know, so they have, very, yeah, they have very popular podcast and, and radio segments. How are, they, how, are they, how are they using it, Allison? How do they use it? So exactly how we've been describing in that they take a portion of a podcast episode and turn it into an interactive audio experience for a more premium interactive experience on their website or on social media. So they literally okay. take like a track from the audio. It might not be the whole episode, upload it to guide and add on visuals and interactive links and videos or whatever it might be that make that experience that, that much more rich and engaging. So here's my podcast distribution vehicle. It's uh, an iPhone. Um, I listen to 99% of podcasts on, on this. So um, if I were listening to one of their podcasts, um, what would I see? Would I see anything differently? How would I, how would I see the visuals? I love that we're getting very specific because this is great. So let's say you were listening to Marketplace. You know, you're listening to the, the nightly you know, or the weekly marketplace news about financial, what's happening in the financial markets. And you hear about a story about hiking of interest rates. And you're like, wow, that's really interesting. I don't, I didn't realize we're about to hike the interest rates again. I'm just making this up. If you're listening to a guide, you hear that and you know that you can click on your phone on the screen and go to a full description and article and reference of what that is. So you don't have to go home after walking your dog with your phone in your pocket, if you don't want to, and Google high, you know, interest rate hikes, blah, 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 because it's all right there and available for you. And so that's the easiest way. That's exactly, that's the easiest way to describe it is like you're hearing things that are interesting, but you have no way to act on them. Okay, so let's take an advertisement. Let's take an ad for... Um, um, I just heard one for fossil fuels on the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm going to try to not use that one. Let's try, um, let's try DraftKings. Okay. Okay. Um, a betting site. Um, yeah. Uh, which I assume you're allowed to work with. So a betting site uh, you hear, um, this is brought to you by DraftKings or a lot of times they actually weave DraftKings into the actual content of the broadcast. They say, you know, the, the, the opening line on the, uh, you know, the Miami Philadelphia game is X. Um, so how would you work with them to integrate uh, these enhanced um, features, enhanced media features, meaning interactivity is so broad. You can click, you can click on a link. You could actually see additional material. So how would, how would you do that? Yeah. So depending on what the nature of the ad is, um, if it's DraftKings and you're, you know, you're doing a voice read ad about DraftKings, you could right. say, you know, click on the screen to go and find out more or click here to register for a free trial or so it's it's a direct click to action based on an audio ad 
And you know this from Spotify, right? Like there's clickable ads that exist in the world of podcasting, but there's no open system like Guide where any creator or any podcaster can just come in and add those visual or clickable sponsored content links to their podcast right. until now. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I just listened, you know, let's say over the last, I'm a <clears throat> probably a bigger podcast uh, consumer than I even realized, but um, I, I listened, uh, I just took a, uh, you know, met someone for lunch and I listened on the way over on the way back, added up. It's about 40 minutes. Um, when I work out, I tend to listen or when I'm going to work out, I tend to listen to podcasts. So, so there's a lot of time there. That's a lot of, that's a big commitment on my part to actually listen to stuff. Um, <clears throat> so what you're saying is guide, G I I D E.com allows you to, um, uh, allows an ad to be actionable because right now, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going on. It's almost as if I'm on radio and can't shut up, but, but basically, uh, uh, audio, um, uh, I, after all those podcasts, right. I listened to, uh, decoder, Bill Simmons, the view, um, uh, uh, and several others that I can't even, and uh, you know, the Michael Lewis podcast about, um, the trial of uh, uh, the crypto trial. So et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. So I listened to a lot. So this is just in the last couple of days. So I listened to lots of ads, um, but I couldn't do anything with them. Right. In other words, I heard DraftKings, but if I wanted to bet, I would have to, you know, put down the phone or go to the, go to, go to an app or do, do something. So that's kind of where you were positioned, Right. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to kind of figure this out. That's okay. But. No, that it's a new thing. So yes, that's exactly it. You could you could hear about um, DraftKings and you could say, "Wow, I'd really like to join. I'd like to check that out. I get like a free, I get a discount." What do you have to do to take action on that as a podcast listener? You have to remember some kind of like URL that the host reads, and you're like, you don't have a piece of paper, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I got to go find that again if I want to get that no. discount." So then you finally find the URL because you have to go back and listen again. And then you go over to, to, you know, Chrome and you put it in and you're like, so why? Like, I mean, yeah. why? So the, the, it's a direct interaction that is layered on top of an audio file that we've been missing. And yeah, no, I think that's, that's, is it, does it, can it be done in real time or is it always uh, 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 with a, with a pre-recorded file? It's a pre-recorded, but we're experimenting with programmatic and how that will work in okay. terms of adding in advertising as people go. And but yeah, that's exactly it. It's think of it as the the clearest insight is when you're listening, you want to take action on things, whether it's looking at something. Look at yeah, YouTube, I, right? YouTube's the fastest growing, right? So that that's the clearest uh, way to look uh, at. It. You uh, want to look uh, at it. You want to click on it. Don't get me started on YouTube you advertising. <laughs> Here's YouTube advertising. <laughs> skip this ad. They let you skip the ad. So, of course, you skip the ad. And then, you know, the next one is like, you don't get to skip the next one. It says, video will play after these two ads. So, you don't get to skip that one. But you might get to skip. Anyway, it goes on and on and it's a mess. But, uh, and my, my theory about advertising, it's like completely broken. Um, and, uh, YouTube is, is a reason why, and, you know, the lack of these capabilities I think is, is, uh, is also a reason why, but you're, maybe you're fixing some, 
some part of it that's broke. I like the actionable ad a lot better than um, enhanced content because it's it's so hard to create content. Um, and there's going to be no obvious payoff in the enhanced content that I can see, at least not for a while. Whereas with the ads, you know, it's new, it's something you can't otherwise do, and it, and it actually is a pain point. So it, it makes a lot of sense. Now, let's shift to more the business side, the other, the other piece of what you do. So you go into a company and the comp your company is called Guide. So, you know, you can help them create guides, uh, multimedia guides. Um, but, but who do you talk to? Who, who's the customer in a, in a corporation for this, this kind of work? Yeah. So it'd be like the head of content, head of marketing, head of communications, head of training, head of HR, so it's anyone who has content, the content remit, you know, under their title that each week they have to produce content and they're spending more and more money and time on doing that with lack right. of engagement. Right. Now, now, what about AI? Because when I when I think about this um, and there are, you know, there are definitely um, companies that uh, are trying to uh, market to agencies to create AI. Uh, so such that you never really have to make your own ad. Um, this could be, is, is this something you see, uh, you mentioned AI in your future, but how do you implement AI in your future? Yeah, so we're about to launch the first version. So for people who are making guides from the ground up and they're not uploading existing audio, so you can record audio on the guide platform. And for that, often people will start with an outline or a script of a topic. So let's say that you wanted to make a guide about your favorite um, recipe, noodle recipe, and you didn't quite have it all down in terms of a script of what you want to say, you could ask guide, make a guide script for spicy noodles, and then we would just essentially produce that script and you wouldn't have to do any writing. That's one side of it. The, the second... Phase two for AI for Guide is making recommended links and images attached to audio so you don't even have to think about it. And you could just have a whole interactive feed pre-built in AI and you could delete what you don't like or change out, you know, edit yourself. But essentially just making it faster and faster and easier to make a guide. And then I think all of those things work really well. And I, the last thing I would I would say that's not necessarily related to AI, I think that people are really interested in non-AI ideas as well. And one of the things we're doing now is how do you make a guide in a minute? And so imagine wherever you are on the web, using your voice to share that content. So let's say I am looking at a spicy noodle recipe on the New York Times, and I want to send it to you. How do I do that, right? I can send it over to social, I can email it to you, but how do you add your voice and context to that share? And so we're about to launch for the first time um, something really interesting in the browser that you can essentially add your voice or an audio piece of content to anything that you're finding or discovering on the web in just a couple of seconds. And then where would that go? Is that something that you would publish? Is it an email? How, how would that work? either. So you could publish over on social, you could email it, you could, you know, there's a number of ways that you'll be able to share it the same as you would any guide. Okay. But it's just a smaller version that's really tightly connected to web activity that is just fast and easy and you can share it and it'll be free. Great, great. Okay, that's, that's really interesting. So how, 
in what we only have a couple minutes left, but in what other ways, like looking down the road, two years, three years, five years, where does this go? And does it get in some way superseded by some other technology? I'm, I'm just wondering. It feels like um, I'm just I just have that question is is like, how do you protect this? How do you make this indispensable? I mean, I think that's the question of all entrepreneurs that all entrepreneurs have when you have a good idea. How do you protect it? I mean, I think you go to the market, you go to market as fast as you can with the right partners and the right customers, and you build really interesting, reliable software. Um, so that helps. And then having the right investors and advisors around. We have amazing advisors. We have people, you know, who have been at Google and Axios and. Facebook and other places who are looking at this new content format and really helping us figure out how to position it and position it quickly. And I think that really matters. Um, uh -huh. So you, that's that's all you can really do. We obviously have IP. We have a patent that protects this actual process of taking an audio file and adding content to it. Um, but, you oh, know, that, 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 that might be interesting if you can if you can protect that. Um, yeah. Uh, no, we have a patent. We, we worked about three years to get that and we're really excited about having it. Yeah. Elon Musk says that the patents are like uh, mines that you drop behind the ship so that people can't follow you as fast. But he, he actually doesn't believe in them. But but most people do. So so that's interesting. I want to remind everyone who's listening. This is the Accelerator with Michael Conniff. That's me. We're a podcast available on all the platforms. And uh, that sounds like Guide is a technology we should be using. We also have the Angel podcast, which teaches, uh, talks more to people on the money side. Check that out. We're on Audible, Amazon, Apple. We're also on Substack. Uh, go to the accelerator.substack.com for all the content. I need to thank Allison Kent-Smith. She is the CEO and co-founder of Guide. You can get your own, start making your own guides at GIIDE.com for as little as $29 a month. Um, seems really powerful. And um, we, we want to wish you the best, Allison. And thanks uh, Thank so much for coming on the program. Thanks for having me. And I want to remind you all out there, as I always do, that we will be back with another podcast before you know it.